The following is a sermon from Pastor Timothy Borman and Sure Foundation, a church located in Woodside, Queens, New York, the world's most diverse community. For more information and for more audio content, go to sure-foundation.org. The sermon this morning is based on our lesson from Matthew chapter 6. Maybe you've noticed we've been following every week a little bit more of the Sermon on the Mount. And this morning we're just moving into that next section. And it's really a beautiful section. We're going to actually follow the Sermon on the Mount for a few weeks yet. I want to ask you to please stand as we hear again this teaching from Jesus who would later be transfigured. On the Mount. This is from selected verses from Matthew chapter 6. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand praying in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. When you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. When you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Did you watch the clip that I sent you via email yesterday? For me, it's, it's just hilarious. <laughs> George from Seinfeld. He is up in the Bronx, and he's buying a calzone for Steinbrenner of the New York Yankees. And he wants to be seen giving the tip in the tip jar. You know, people are debating that these days. Are you supposed to give a tip on the tip jar when sitting on the counter? Nobody knows. George wants to be seen giving the tip. And he takes the money out of his wallet, and he says to this Italian guy, he says, you know, we're Italians, right? We're compatriots, paisanos. And he waves it in the air, and he plunges it into the tip jar, but the thing is, the other Italian didn't see him do it. So he plunges his hand back into the tip jar to get it out so he could put it back in so he'd be seen by the Italian guy putting the tip jar tip into the jar. But this time, the Italian sees him taking the money out. 
and he thinks he's stealing it. It's hilarious. It's, it, it, it really is. It, it just cracks me up every time I see it. George just wanted to be seen giving his tip. You know, Jesus here in, in these verses from Matthew chapter 6, he's, he's hilarious. I, I, I don't know if, if you notice this, but Jesus, Jesus is like a more comical and more sarcastic here, I think, than, than George is on Seinfeld. I mean, he gives us these three guys, and it is just ridiculous. He, he, he must have had people in stitches when he's talking here on the Sermon on the Mount. And he gives us this guy, he shows us this guy, and he hires a trumpeter. Now, I want, I want you to think about this. My brother and I, I work on sermons with my twin brother sometimes. We were just, we, we lost it laughing about, thinking about Jesus doing this teaching. Here's this guy who hires a trumpeter, okay? And, and they used to put these boxes outside the synagogues so people could give, like, a, a little donation for the poor. And this guy takes his trumpeter along, and just before he gives his donation, he's, he cues the trumpeter. He says, all right, go. <laughs> this makes me laugh every single time. Everybody's looking at him now, right? Who's this guy with the trumpet? Drum, drops the money into the box, and everybody sees him do it. <laughs> That's guy number one. Guy number two is this guy. You see, see, the Pharisees used to have these prayer times, right? And they were, like, super strict about these prayer times. So if they were walking down the sidewalk at, say, 2.59 p.m., and they knew 3 p.m. is prayer time. And if they were in the middle of Times Square, this is what they'd do. They'd stop right at 3 p.m. in the middle of the sidewalk. People would be, like, bumping into them, piling up like dominoes, they would stop and start praying, God, I'm glad that all of these people are seeing me praying right now. That's guy number two. Guy number three is, you know, I think he's the funniest guy because in my head, you know, he's, his face is disfigured, Jesus says, very somber. It's like, and in my mind, I have, I have this friend walking up to this guy whose face is disfigured, and he says, hey, Fred. And, and Fred, you know, he's like, like this. He says, are you all right? You, you look like you got a stomach ache or something like that. Do you need some Pepto-Bismol? And, and <laughs> Fred says back to his friend, no, I'm good. I, actually, I just haven't eaten all day. I'm fasting for God. It's funny, right? To, to, me, it's, to me, it's kind of hilarious. Jesus is, is showing just how ridiculous we can be in order to be seen practicing our righteousness. Now, I want to get serious for a second now. Because we see this. We see this. I see this. I've thought about this. You can feel free to disagree, but there's this guy and the offering plates being passed around. And um, he knows that he gives his donation online. But nobody else knows that. So like every week, he passes the plate along, you know, and he puts nothing in there. And so you know what they've done? 
for, for these people? You can, you can put a, make a card. We, we had them in the past. And you can throw it in there. It says, I give online. <laughs> or um, I remember this one there was this lady this was a couple years ago now Las Vegas shooting happens terrible tragedy awful right and, and she's going online she's reading all of these posts about my heart goes out to Las Vegas and then almost every single post ended with these little prayer hands, you know? You see them? Prayer hands, and then the hashtag, praying for Vegas. But here's what didn't happen. She never prayed for Vegas. She didn't. She, she forgot about it. She, she posted on Facebook the praying hands, praying for Vegas, but she actually never went into the quiet of her room to get down on her knees and pray to her Heavenly Father for those dear people who had lost people in Las Vegas. And what is that? Where are the, I mean, think about this. Where are the, the marketplaces and the street corners today where we can trumpet our righteousness, our public praying? Jesus says about people like that that they've already received their reward. And we know what their reward is. Their reward is simply that they have eyeballs looking at them and that people think that they're good people, right? I mean, there's actually a new term for, for this. It, 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 it's actually called today... Virtue signaling. Have you heard of this? It's called virtue signaling. In other words, we have to let our opinions be known. We have to show that we're good people online or good people during the day so that we can be accepted, so that we can be seen by these people. Jesus says people like that have already received their reward, and he says something else too. He says that the Father, and this is more devastating, has no reward. Be careful. That's what Jesus says. He says, be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others. Be so very careful. He says, be careful in the way that you give. Not so that other people in the congregation can see it, how good of a giver you are. He says, be so careful with how you give that don't even give in front of yourself. That's what he means. Don't even give in front of yourself. Don't even let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Because what can happen is that just you, you know, maybe you've thought that in your heart before. Just you, you think, wow. You get your statement back in the year. Wow, I'm pretty good giver. Be careful. Give the money, and then forget that you gave it. Be careful about 
about how you represent your prayer life. That's something between you and your Heavenly Father. You don't need to let people know on Facebook that you're praying. Be so very careful because our hearts so often yearn to be seen by others. Be careful, Jesus said. And instead, what he says to do is, this is what we're going to do instead. He says, let God, let your Father be your only witness. Now, I think that's important for us to really take in this morning. Let your Father be your only witness. In other words, we actually need to be seen. And the problem is we want to be seen by the wrong people. But we really do need to be seen practicing righteousness. And Jesus says, let your Father be your only witness. And I want to, I want to see if I can explain this better to you. My daughters, when I get home, run to me sometimes. Maybe you know what that's like. They say, Daddy, look. They'll be twirling around at home. <laughs> Daddy, look, they'll say. And they're insistent about it sometimes because sometimes I'm not looking. They say, Daddy, look. Felicity's gotten into this habit of like bringing me these pieces of paper. And they have like seven lines on them, like crayon lines. And she says, Daddy, look. She gives it to me. And I love it. Maybe you parents understand that. I love it. Not because it's like Monet or something like that, but because they brought it with such heart. Daddy, look. See, that's what Jesus is talking about. We have a heavenly father. Father, we might say. Look. And um, there's this, <laughs> she's a college student. And she's in church just about every week, and she barely makes above minimum wage, but she decides, I'm going to give my 10% to the Lord, and she thinks it's not very much, though. But the Father loves it. You know that he does. Father, look, and there's, there's this 80-year-old man, because, and he can't sleep at night because when you get old, that's kind of how it is. Like, he can't sleep very well anymore. He's 80 years old, and he's up every night at like 3 a.m., and he decides that in the quiet of his own room, in the darkness of his own room, that he's going to pray every single night for every single one of his children and grandchildren. And nobody sees him do it, but his father does. Father, look. There's this middle-aged man, and he decides that this year for Lent, he's going he's gonna to do a kind of technology fast. Because he's noticed that his phone interrupts his relationship with his children and with his wife and with his Father in Heaven. And so he decides, what I'm going to do this year is every night, 
at 8 p.m., I'm going to silence my phone, turn off all the notifications, and I'm going to give my whole heart to my family. He doesn't tell anyone why he's doing it. But his father sees it in heaven. And he loves it. I was talking to my brother about this sermon, and, you know, as a pastor, you want to bring these these sermons to people that that are going to help people to grow, help people to see just how much God loves them in Jesus Christ. And I said, you know, is it good enough? Is this sermon good enough? We talk about this. And he said, just let this word heal you. Because your Father in heaven sees it and loves it. Even if it's just like a few scratches of coloring on a sheet of paper, he loves it. Look, Father. And you can know that the Father who is unseen, that's the hardest part, isn't it? Because you can't see him. You can know that the Father who is unseen really does see you. Because he saw you when you needed him the most. He saw you in your sin in your death, and in Jesus Christ, his love for you became completely visible. He died for you. His love brought him all the way to the cross for you, and that's what we're going to be seeing in Lent. And his power rose him up back from the dead. We can know that that sacrifice of Jesus has brought us into a new relationship with the Father. That's why we can call him Father. He really does see us. And that's enough for us. That's, that's more than enough for us. We can, we can ask yourself, you know, when we put an offering in the offering plate, when we, when we pray, when we do something for our Heavenly Father, we can say, is it good enough? You know what he says? I want you to hear this. This is what he says. He sees it. You will be rewarded for it. That's what he says. Our little crayon drawings, you know, that we say, Daddy, look. He says, you'll be rewarded. I don't know how. But he sees it. He'll reward you for it. We're going to start today, actually, a stewardship campaign. Maybe you've, I've talked about it a little bit. And it's called 10 for 10. And this is what we're going to do. Starting in three weeks, for 10 weeks, we're going to ask all of you to give 10% of your income to the Lord. And we don't think that's too much to give. We think that this is going to help you to experience, maybe for the first time for some of you, maybe you've been doing that for a long time, but it's going to help you to experience the joy of giving. The joy of coming to your Heavenly Father who redeemed you with the blood of His own Son. The joy of saying to your Father, Father, look. And only He sees it. He says, I'll reward you for it. So 
talk about that more in Bible study this morning. True, you're only, this is not going to be, um, your, your first reward is simply going to be this. That your father sees it. To know that it brings joy to his heart for you to give that generously that way. But it will not be your only reward. We don't know how God's going to reward us in heaven. He will one day. It's a reward of grace. But we can say this for sure, that our father is generous. 